You've got to tune to the afternoon show. It is listener-powered KEXP joining me right now. Uh, fellow uh, Doom Tree Collective member, Dessa and band, welcome to KEXP. Thank you. It is great having you here. You're uh, starting your run of West Coast uh, dates. Yeah, this, this is officially the second at which our West Coast run begins. Yes, yeah. and uh, playing tonight at the Neptune. I want to uh, tell listeners, that, uh, if you're listening, you can also be watching this. We are doing live video streaming on our YouTube channel and also on Facebook. So I love the new album, Chime. Thanks. Let's talk about it in a sec, but how about a couple songs first? Let's do it. Cool. Living with the Lost Boys, you spent as a decking on the convoy. Moved every night to prove we were something. Got confused if it was from our two that we were running. I've seen Gibraltar, I've seen the Taj Mahal. So where do I have Sophia? Ship shot from pizza walls, blue. I've played to full rooms, I've played the full two. Burning through the bottoms of a pair of new boots. Cut my hair, take my chest down. A woman on her own must be from out of town. Funny, you don't know the concessions that you're making until you catalog them. And by then, the men and your battle hardened. Keepsakes and parking tickets on the dashboard I'm here to file my report as the vixen of the wolf pack Tell patient zero he can have his rib back You wanna know what class I'm in You can count my Can't be too broke to break As a woman, always something left to take So you shouldn't try to stay too late Or talk to strangers Look too long, go too far, out of range Cause angels can't watch everybody all the time Stay close, hems low, safe inside That formula works if you can live it But it works by putting half the world off limits Stay safe in any given instance that don't hurt, but it sinks in like stilettos and soft earth. Like the big wind is not a day without an incident. I beg to differ with it. I think a woman's worth, I think that she deserves a better line of work than simply staying vigilant. Don't give me vigilance. By definition, you can't make a difference. If the big ambition is simply standing sentry to your innocence, that's not a way to live. That can't be what a woman is. That gives her nothing to aspire to. What that is, what that is, is just a life of running fire drills. We're 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 running fire drills.
I don't believe my will's quite free. I'm half machine, at least half steam. Aquinas, call on me. How many angels on the head of your pin? Anybody in stilettos can answer that old thing. It's one for the right, but one for the left. Half an angel per pin at best. Add wings, add heart, add harp, all set. We lean to turn in the velodrome. All lines are curved in the velodrome. We pitch and roll with flesh and bones up the it's ours alone. We lean to turn in the velodrome. All lines are curved in the velodrome. We pitch and roll, wheels, flesh and bones under control. And it's, it's ours alone. Gossip, slander, harvest, hunger, rain dance, hand to God. I didn't think it was contagious. Eve leaving eaten in a makeshift dress with a bell to tell us when we're hungry. There's a bell that tells us when we're tired. There's a bell that tells us to rise and fight. A bell to rise and die. It's just all bells sometimes. I'll ring myself to see if I might chime. Turn in the velodrome, all lines are curved in the velodrome. We pitch and roll with flesh and bones on the control. It's ours alone. We lean to turn in the velodrome, all lines are curved in the velodrome. We pitch and roll with flesh and bones on the control. It's ours alone. We spend our days and nights deciding where to go and how to ride there. And in the end, again, we all vote yes, we all turn left. We lean to turn in the velodrome. We lean to turn in the velodrome. Tessa live on the afternoon show, KEXP. Kevin Cole with you here this afternoon. And uh, two songs from the new album, Chime, Velodrome, and uh, right before that, Fire Drills. And uh, got to get right into this, uh, and it sort of ties into uh, that last song that in part questions the notion of free will. Um, this is really fascinating to me. So you had your brain scanned uh, before you worked on Chime. And mm -hmm. um, in part, uh, you know, it had it scanned, and then uh, you did neurofeedback sessions in part to help you get over a lingering relationship that you had a hard time releasing. I did. Yeah. So first of all, talk a little bit about the process and uh, and what it is, uh, why you wanted to pursue that. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been a science nerd, you know, since I was mm -hmm. a little kid. So I've always been interested, I think, in investigating the world through research. And, and after having uh, several years in a row of tribulation and trial and romance, um, I just found that I wasn't getting over it at the rate that other people seem to be, you know, and like all the, the normal recourses didn't seem effective, time, whiskey, distance, et cetera. Yeah. And um, so I ended up contacting a researcher from the University of Minnesota to let me into our fMRI machine. And we were able to map the coordinates of love in my brain. Yeah. Had you heard about that? I had, I had been like, drinking Chardonnay and watching a TED talk. Yeah. And I'd seen this researcher named Dr. Helen Fisher talk about her work trying to map exactly like the locus, the location of, of love in the brain. 
and that project in and of itself surprised me because I was I was sort of stunned that you could do that. Yeah, and yeah. was part of what she was talking about also the ramifications or mm. what what uh, you might be able to do with that kind of information. As I understood it, you know, she was excited to have found like this neuroanatomical um, the structures within your yeah. head, the the zone. The, yeah, exactly, the anterior cingulate and the. Uh, um, the ventral tegmental area, you know, I know just enough to kind of parrot the terms, yeah. but, um, but I was excited to learn about it cause I thought, dude, if I know where it is, maybe I can get it out. Yeah. Yeah. So then worked with this woman named uh, Penny Jean Gracefire and she and I went to my dad's house because he had a flat screen TV. My dad is here today. <laughs> you, you needed a flat screen <laughs> TV to do this. Okay. Yeah. So. And, and you got to watch, you, got, you could see the images of your, uh, the mapping of your brain and what was firing up or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly that in real time. So it was like, I'm wearing kind of 22 electrodes affixed to my scalp that are measuring the electricity through my bone and hair and skin. Okay. And you can see your brain working in real time. And then you can try to say, okay, well, let's look at these regions that are associated with love to see if those are, for example, hyperactive. And if they are, uh, then you can try to trigger a, in our case like a sound a feedback tone so we had like a little run of of kind of vibraphone noises little chimes that would trigger every time my brain operated in a healthy way i normally don't ask an album question uh that you know album title question but you just mentioned it is that why the album's called chime it, w it wasn't i don't think it is but i'm i trust myself less yeah. and less okay um so <clears throat> as part of this process was it uh Man, I'd be so nervous that uh, yeah. I'd be like, what if they F up part of the brain that makes me smart? Yeah, totally. You know? I do know. Or, uh, but it sounds like it was more of a process, like re, re, uh, being aware of the triggers in your brain, perhaps, and uh, potential solutions to kind of rewire or get mm -hmm. around those. Yeah, I mean, I think if, some, if a physician had come in with like a, a syringe full yes. of Botox and said, I can deliver this exactly to the loving center of your brain, I would not have said yes. But this felt more like going to the gym, you know, to like strengthen your brain the way that you would strengthen a muscle to be flexible and resilient. So um, usually I'm, I'm pretty gun shy for anything that I think might, yeah, yeah. like risk my intelligence or, or clear thinking, you know? And um, this felt more like meditation than it did like a lobotomy yeah <laughs> uh that's good did you did you notice a difference or i mean is it mm. is it sort of like meditation where where uh once it becomes a tool or an exercise for mm. you you can then uh you know call upon it like did you, did you bring oh, those see. tones with you i see i see what you're saying yeah. <laughs> like was i backstage listening to this creepy vibraphone <laughs> stuff um this particular setup would mean actually having to get hooked up to those 22 to electrodes again mm-hmm um, so this brings up a ton of mil a ton of questions, right? Mm -hmm. Especially as an artist. So yeah. you know, in some ways, you could say that that longing, that pain, is really a beautiful thing. And the process of writing songs is possibly, I'm sure, is a way for you to to address issues in your life. Yeah. Hopefully, find resolution. I don't know if that is part of how it works for you as an artist. Right. I mean, I think that if, if, if I had heard, a, if I had seen that same TED talk when I was 25, um, and I essentially thought that I had a button that could make the pain stop, I don't think I would have pressed it because I was still writing really great songs and that's part of life. Pain is part of life. Yeah. Um, but when it became perseverant, you know, yeah. it's like I'd written that song and now I was trying to find a new metaphor to write the same song again. Like I didn't want to only write Torch songs, irrespective of like my well-being as a person, I didn't think that was good for me as an artist either. 
Yeah. Um, it, it's really fascinating to me. I just, I, I love that idea and I love, you know, exploring that and, and potentially, you know, our futures having that kind of, um, tool at our, yeah. uh, you know, to just understand more about how you think so you can kind of make better decisions and, and, and work through stuff. But what about the free will part of it? Okay. I mean, you know, I feel like anybody who's, who's like wanted to fit into a pair of jeans has in some ways, um, second guessed the efficacy of their own will. Like, so when you go to the grocery store and you don't buy the chips and the cookies, because you know that if you have them at home, you will eat them all in one night. Like that's you making, um, a bet against your mm-hmm. free will, right? You're essentially saying, well, my environment oh, yeah. determines my behavior cause I won't be able to resist these. Um, and I think, I think the more I learn about the mind and body, the more I think they're connected. And I think the, the more of it is determined by environment. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't feel it at work, you know, like for the song we just played, uh, Velodrome, I I was talking to my dad and mentioning that, like, I would, I would venture that when birds migrate South, they have that conversation. Like, what are you going to do this one? Are you going to stay? No, I'm going to go. Like, it doesn't feel like instinct to us when we behave instinctually. Yeah. And I would imagine that other organisms also don't have, um, their, their systems don't alert their conscious minds to that fact that genes are taken over. Yeah. It doesn't with my dog, for sure. How do you know? Well, the second I bring out any kind of sweet thing, even if it's like two rooms away, you know, and I know Charlie Girl's senses are fine-tuned, especially the sense of smell. Boom, she's there. That's, today, I was, I was trying to, um, I'm wearing a blue shirt, and I was looking for it in my, like, stuffed bag of clothing, and I accidentally hit a pile of gummy bears in, at the bottom of the bag in a cellophane wrapper. And right away, Jonathan, our drummer, who was driving, went, ooh, 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 what's that? Because he heard the slightest tinkle of cellophane. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Charlie Girl. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> for things that are really pleasurable, or things that are really painful as well. Um, let's change the, sub- the subject to uh, seed art. <laughs> so um, yesterday, I think, the video for Five Out of Six dropped. And uh, the lyric video, right? Yep. And you uh, called upon uh, fans to submit uh, original art to be used. And there were some pretty cool things. You know, embroidery, some frosting that looked really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, tell me about that. Yeah, and, well, and kind of how you did it and, and yeah. how you felt about it. So, you know, every, every once in a while um, on like Instagram or on Twitter or through another social platform, um, someone's nice enough to post like a painting or a drawing or a sculpture that might have been inspired by a lyric. And I thought, man, some of these are so fresh. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way that we could combine them into like a moving gallery for a, for a lyric video. So I put a call out a few weeks ago now, maybe a couple months saying, hey, if you're good at quilting or embroidering or writing and frosting or flower arranging or whatever, um, and you feel like putting together an image for a lyric of five out of six, we're going to try to animate them all together in a lyric video. And we got like a couple hundred submissions and we're blown away. So yeah, one of them that was jaw dropping for sure was this seed art submission. Yeah. It was like the state fair, but with bad words. <clears throat> totally. I, a lot of folks probably don't know what seed art is. It's, it's like a folk art Is that form. true? People don't know what seed art is. Is that because I'm just from Minnesota that I, I know? Well, I kind of think so. I mean, it, it is sort of big in Minnesota and I think it's had a bit of a renaissance, but I actually bought a couple of seed art pieces from huh. Lillian Colton. 
who won the blue ribbon at the Minnesota State Fair for like 30 years in a row. And then she quit doing it because nobody else would win. Yeah. And then her yeah. daughter won. And then she started doing it again because she was like a grandma at that point and uh, and was just revered, right? Because she would do these incredible things. I bought a Cedar Kirby pocket. Yeah, cool. And, and a Cedar Jesus. That's amazing. <laughs> How and big? The Cedar Jesus is a good uh, 24 by 30 at least. Doesn't that sound like a Father John Misty album name? Oh. Yeah, Cedar Jesus. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I was so fascinated by her that I went to her studio in Owatonna, Minnesota, and she had walls and walls of mason jars with different colored, like you've never seen as many shades of brown ever of different seeds, you know. So she had them kind of like just a palette of just various shades of, you know, brown, uh, gray, (laughs) you know, some red, there's some purple seeds, but yet, you know, Anyway, it was really fascinating and really amazing. And if anybody's listening and is interested, look up, just look up Dessa 5 out of 6, Seed Art. You might find it. It's pretty fresh, yeah. It is cool, and I was, yeah. I was impressed by that. Uh, so you got a book coming out in uh, September, My Own Devices, True Stories from the Road uh, on Music, Science, and Senseless Love, not Seedless Love. <laughs> and, uh, you know, an account of your life on the road as a working musician mm-hmm. and more. Any poems? Yeah, you know, for this one, it's um, I got, my first interest in lit was essentially creative nonfiction, which is a genre that I think is awesome, and but has like a marketing problem because creative nonfiction sounds like a, a textbook or something. But it's it's essentially like the same stories that you tell at a bar with your friends, but committed to paper and told, you know, with a with a novelist's care to like attention and yeah. and and description. Um, and so for me, this is sort of like a, a memoir in essays. This is the form that I first fell in love with, with, with literature. So this one's entirely essays. Yeah. Um, is the Geico story a part of the book? It is. Yeah. C- oh. This is like awesome, uh, and very entertaining and funny too, in a way, I think. Uh, so do you want, do you want to tell it? Yeah. Um, so I get a lot of stomach aches. And so I read the Geico quarterly mailer cover to cover when I... When that I, that oh. gives you stomach aches? <laughs> Is it because I'm lying on the <laughs> ground with nothing to do except read mail? And um, and it's a surprisingly like engaging read. And in it, I read about these unusual insurance policies. And... Um, people who've like taken out an insurance policy against the existence of the Loch Ness monster and against the non-existence of the Loch, you know, Loch Ness monster. And one of them was, uh, this insurance policy for Ben Turpin, who was a film star in the silent era. Mm-hmm. And he had insured his crossed eyes cause that was his wow. shtick. Yeah. Um, so well, that, that was his ever, thing. If he woke up one day and they weren't crossed, he'd, he'd be out of work. He gets 25 K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He took out a 25 K policy and, uh, you know, he had had like, he'd customized his car so that like the headlights were crossed oh, on the car. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was, it was his brand. It's his shtick. And I was like, I wonder what my shtick is. And I was thinking language, but then I thought, you know, all these songs I'm writing are essentially kind of heartache songs. I would have a hard time learning how to write music if all of a sudden I had a really sunny romantic life. And so um, if you were happy, me, I prefer to say sunny romantic life because that takes the edges off. But thank you, Kevin. Um, so I, I wrote Geico to ask if they would insure heartache for $40,000 a year. And um, they passed. But then I went on to Lloyd's of London to see if they would provide coverage. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd they do? I do not as of yet have a policy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that pain that creates beautiful work, right? Um, you don't want to lose that. I know. I just I feel like 
I've got enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you totally. <laughs> I've got enough. It's Dessa Live on the Afternoon Show, playing at the Neptune Theater tonight at the Wonder Ballroom in Portland tomorrow. Uh, the new album is Chime. How about a couple more songs? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Thank you. They say that your heart is the size of your fist. I can tell you firsthand, I know how that glove fits. Takes your whole life just to teach it to trick. It beats and it attacks. And in between is all of love and life's attraction. You live your life between contractions. And you and I, we do just that. But what if I could cure? Swallow the lock you picked All these spinning bottles And I'm still the mark you missed We should be a settled argument But I can't do that I can't remove the screws of my own youth Can't just pull out all the fuses and start new Can't erase it can't undo my past with you And I know it's It's not the sort of thing you're supposed to show it can you're supposed to try to let it go you to show that what you can and soldier through oh what if i could cure me am i so sure
Double joint, triple threat. I'm not some method actress trying to see my my descent. You're gonna have to play the tape backwards. Say that breath require practice. Got no time for my detractors. Standing on my staircase, all you are is a fire hazard. Put my time in now. I'm vetted, uncontested. See how an honest answer shuts down mother asking trick questions. I'm out here, arms wide, hiding nothing. I've done it all in broad daylight. I left the cameras running. And the ash, red eyes shining in the camera flash. My secret is I don't keep none. See something, go ahead and say something. I ain't afraid of it. I don't know, won't stay down. He finds a way to rise somehow. Skin the problems, I'm coming out of line. Don't see too many rivals now. I just tell the truth, let it off the leash, don't touch it, it knows what to do. I'm running a tight ship, every deckhand here has a five-year plan and an ice pick. They can write code, they can drive stick, I got an octave on you and a high kick. Don't blink, I don't block, I'm a bleeder, all I do is hit. I don't want them all, but I'd say I take five out of six. Clock's running, better glove up if you insist. Okay, let's see who's really counting who and who's been counterfeit. I'm the phoenix and the ash, red eyes shining in the camouflage. My secret is I don't keep mine. See something, go ahead and say something. I ain't afraid of it. I don't doubt, won't stay down. He finds a way to ride somehow. Skin the clouds, I'm coming out and I won't see too many. My daily dozer, my daily dozer, my daily dose of lightning Just buzzed enough to get me climbing up the kite string My back is aching, my bell's too tight I brought a chisel tip to this pencil fight No luck, just fortified dice I'm going morning and night And I'm really rising, I'm really rising The fire on the horizon The and the ash Red eyes shining in the camera flash My secret is I don't keep mine See something, go ahead and say something I ain't afraid of it I don't drown, won't stay down He finds a way to rise somehow Skin the crowd as I'm coming out And I don't see too many rivals now Phoenix and the ash Red eyes shining in the camera flash My secret is I don't keep mine See something, go ahead and say something I ain't afraid of it Such a wicked beat at the end of that song. Thanks. Yeah, thanks Thanks to Matthew, Psalm, Jonathan, and Cara for playing with us yes. today, too. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. It's your Daily Dessa, uh, live and in person today. Uh, Dessa playing tonight at the Neptune Theater, tomorrow night at the Wonder Ballroom. Uh, two songs from the new album, Chime, first new album of uh, material since uh, Parts of Speech in 2013. And uh, five out of six was the song, half of you right before that. Five out of six, man, such a powerful song. Thanks. It's like, uh, that's the kind of song that when I 
here just sticks with me and that I want to be like the soundtrack to my life. <laughs> like seriously, like I, I envision like getting up in the morning, hearing that and I'm in slow motion going to my car, you know, just like feeling that and feeling p pumped for the day. Thanks. Hey, and, and can I also just say thank you so much to you, Kevin, and thank you to KXP for championing this record. Absolutely. Uh, you are so welcome. Thank you for making a great record. We, it's, uh, we, that's why we exist, to champion awesome artists and music. So thank you. Thanks. So it's Dessa Live here on the Afternoon Show, KEXP. Um, big time thanks to Scott, Justin, Alia, and Kendall on the video. Thanks to all you watching on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Allie taking photographs, Kevin Suggs on sound, Matt O running the board, Kelsey helping out, uh, Jen, Melissa, David, Serene, and a huge thanks to all the donors that make in studios like Dessa this afternoon uh, possible. We could not uh, do it without you. It is the afternoon show, KEXP. Thank you. Thanks, KEXP.